Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, at whatever time you're listening to this. Welcome to episode two, brought to you by Light Living. And I'm so excited to continue speaking to each and every one of you about my journey with my walk with Christ. It's been an amazing journey. And today I have an awesome topic that I want to bring to you, and it's about the love of God. And I love speaking about this because this is something that transformed my life. When I came to the knowledge of the love of God, it was a mesmerizing thing for me when I realized that God loves me and that I didn't have to do anything in return for him to love me. And so I'm going to talk about a few little details, my journey, and just a little bit of my testimony of how I encountered the love of God. And I just first want to start off by saying that in the previous episode, I had mentioned how I was constantly seeking love in different places. I would try to find love specifically in men. It was something that I lacked and something that I desired greatly. So this love, this search for love brought me to different relationships where I found myself always giving and not receiving what I was looking for. I don't know if it's the influence of growing up in a world where maybe I watched too much Disney, (laughs) but I had an expectation of what a relationship would be. I had an expectation of love and I always just envisioned this fairy tale love where I would just end up marrying the person that I was with and we would end up in a happily ever after. However, that is not exactly how it happened. And that's not how I encountered the true love, the true and only love of God, just the most unconditional, beautiful love you can ever experience. And I was searching in a relationship and I did not find it. And when I encountered the love of God, it was a moment in his presence where I was praying and I realized that God loved me, didn't matter whether or not I was a sinner. And I, and I remember that every time I would sin or mess up in the beginning, I thought that like, God wouldn't love me. I thought that I couldn't come to a holy God because I felt so dirty. I felt so dirty. Whenever I sinned, you know, I I struggled with many things and we'll be going into detail about that. Each episode, I will be elaborating on different things I struggled with, but I struggled with pornography. I struggled with fornication. I struggled with drinking. And those are just three things that really impacted my life and took over my life. And I just didn't really know how to get out of it and I thought that 
Every time I failed, I thought I was doing something wrong. I thought I wasn't holy enough. I thought that maybe I just needed to pray more or read the word of God more. And although those things are amazing, although those things are so good and they do draw us closer to God, I never really understood the fact that God would still love me even though I was a sinner. And once I received that revelation that Jesus died for my sins, and not only did he die for my sins from yesterday, but he died for my sins for today and tomorrow. And so Christ had the knowledge of our sins on the cross, and he took that yoke upon him. He he just took all of our sins on the cross. He took all of our sins on the cross. And it didn't occur to me that Jesus knew, you know, because he was sovereign. He's sovereign. He's God. And so he's God on earth. And I'm just like, well, you know, I don't feel like I can come to God because I just sinned or I feel dirty and I felt like I could hide, right? And we see this, this is a common behavior that we see as a reaction of sinning. We see it in Genesis when Adam and Eve sin, you know, they hid when they heard the voice of God. Genesis says that, that literally says that it that he hid and they covered themselves with fig leaves. They tried, they knew they were naked. And so they were ashamed. And and that's kind of what we do when we sin, when we don't understand that God loves us anyway. And he, guys, let me tell you something. He knew you were going to sin. He knows your weaknesses. He knows those areas where you struggle. That's not going to make him love you less. He loves you unconditionally. He loves you just the way you are. He loves you because you are his son and you're his daughter. And it's crazy because I didn't understand this concept very early on. And so I struggled for years with different cycles of sin. I struggled for years because I would just hide. And then eventually, eventually, you know, I would hear preaching or, you know, in church or maybe on YouTube, I would hear teaching and it would confront my life. And then I would come and I would just have a boohoo party. I would cry hysterically and I would come before the Lord. I would ask him for forgiveness. And I would say, you know, I'm never going to go do this again. And I would find myself going back to it over and over again. And it wasn't until I did two things. One, accepted the love of a father and accepted that God, the father loves us no matter what, no matter what you do, he loves you. And that love does not go away. That love is not a conditional love. It's not based on what you do for him because he's God. He doesn't need you to do anything for him, but it's not based on on what you do for him, on what you do or don't do in your life. Literally, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so that we might be saved. Guys, so that we might be saved, which means that he knew there was a choice. He gave us a choice. He gave us a choice to love him. He gave us a choice to follow him, to accept him. And it's up to us. It's up to us to 
whether or not we're going to accept that love. And so when I encountered the love of God, it, it was so overwhelming to me and I just couldn't understand it. Like it goes way above any other love you can ever think of. And I guess now that I'm a mother is when I really and truly understand the love of God. And, you know, my son, he is like, he's so amazing. And I love him just because he's my son. You know, he's too small to do anything bad, right? He doesn't know right from wrong. Yet, he's only four months old. And he just, you know, he just is. You know, he just does what he does. He's a baby. Babies, what do the babies do? They eat, poop, and sleep. That's what they do. Uh, and he's just so adorable. And it's so crazy because, like, my son can poop and I'm like so happy that he pooped and I'm excited and I'm just like yay he poops you know but he's supposed to you know he's human (laughs) he's you but he's supposed to do this but my point is is that like even if he makes a mess even if like he makes a big mess or spits up milk or something like I don't get mad at him like it doesn't affect me in that way I'm not like oh great now I have to clean up this mess no I'm just like oh I just lovingly clean him up get him clean no no i need to get him clean that's my priority and i wash him off and i get him all clean again and smelling good and it's kind of like what god does with us when we sin when we when we sin before him he cleanses us he washes us we're washed by the blood of jesus and he's just like come here you know come give me a hug And he just loves on us and he washes us clean and brings us closer to him. And so it just makes me think of the prodigal son. I don't know if you know this story, but basically there's two sons and one of them, they both um, had an inheritance. And the younger son wanted his inheritance ahead of time before his father passed away and so his father granted his wish and he gave it to him long story short he went out to the world did all crazy things spent all his money and basically ended up with no food and starving and he in a in the situation that he's in he starts working for someone and he's feeding the pigs food and so he starts eating from the food from the pigs because he's so hungry and the idea comes to his head where he says you know my my father's servants eat better than this so I'm gonna go back to my house and I'm gonna go tell my dad that I'm gonna work for him as a servant and that was his intention and so he returns back home and just on the way his father catches side of that he's coming and he prepares a feast he prepares a party he comes and he clothes him gives him a robe and and the bible says a ring and he willingly accepts him with open arms and there's a celebration and it's just so crazy because you know anyone else would think like really like he's not gonna just tell him hey you know you thought you knew better so 
go back and do what you got to do. You know, there's nothing here for you. No, that was not his reaction. He lovingly accepted him with open arms and was like, my son, I love you. I miss you. I'm so glad you're back. And we're going to celebrate the fact that you're back. And isn't that amazing that that's literally how God treats us? That's how God loves us so much. He has this unconditional love for us. And I just this story is just so impactful for me because it reminds me that it doesn't matter the mistakes that I make. It does not matter the things that I have done or will do. God still loves me and he will always love me just because the fact that I'm his creation. I came from him. Like he thought of me. He planned, he had a plan for me to come to this world. And this is the same thing that God is telling you today. There was a plan for you. There's a purpose for you. And you know what? I love you. And there is nothing that you can do. There is nothing that can separate you from my love. And we see this in Romans where it tells us, that there is nothing, nor angel, nor death, nor principality, nothing too high or too deep can separate us from the love of God. And I just want to remind you of that in this day, that God's love is freely yours and it's it's there for you to take. All you have to do is receive it. You just have to receive the love of God in in today and just say, Lord, I just invite you into my heart. I invite you and I want to experience that love. And if you've experienced it before, I urge you to pray this prayer with me and say, Lord, just I, I, I repent of my sins and I ask you, Lord, to remove all shame, all condemnation in Jesus name and I just invite you to just to just be enthroned upon my heart to be my God to allow myself to experience your love that is unconditional and so beautiful and pure and I just I just want to experience that love God I ask you, Lord, to help me understand this love to the best of my capacity and not to compare your love with the love of this world because there is no love like yours. Your love is pure. Your love is amazing. Your love abounds. And so I just thank you for the opportunity you have given me to just receive your love on this day. I thank you because I get to experience your love on a daily basis from now on in Jesus' mighty name. And so it's my prayer and my desire that you will experience God's love today and that you will learn that there is nothing you have to do to get it. You honestly just have to accept it into your life. He gives it to you freely. You don't have to prove yourself to keep his love. His love is there for you, for you to receive. He is your father and he loves you so. He loves you so much just because of the fact that you're his creation and he brought you into this earth with a purpose, with a purpose and to change and reflect the light of Jesus. And so I just want to remember, I just want you to remember each and every one of you to remind you that the love of God is at your disposal, is freely given unto you. And on this day, it is my prayer that you accept it and that you will cherish it. You will cherish his love and that you will 
be free from any bondage or any shame in Jesus' mighty name. We pray. Amen and amen. I thank you for your time. I thank you for joining me on this day. And I pray you have a blessed day and that you experience God's love in a new way today. And I just want to remind you that you are my brother. You are my sister. And remember, we have a responsibility to reflect Christ in all that we do. God bless you.